Hello, everyone, and welcome back uh, to the William Mary Sports Podcast. I know it's been a while, uh, but I've been pretty busy over the last uh, few weeks with a lot of school stuff. Uh, but I'm glad to be back on here talking about uh, William Mary Athletics once again. Um, but today, I just wanted to discuss the uh, recent win over Hampton for uh, tr- the Tribe Senior Day, and also come on here and give my predictions. Uh, for the CAA tournament starting on Friday. Yeah, and as you guys know, um, if you want to buy tickets uh, for anything or even the CAA tournament uh, coming up on Friday, uh, you can do so uh, using my code WMSportsPod on SeatGeek for $20 off your purchase. And also, if you enjoy the content that you've seen on here, uh, I encourage you to go follow my Instagram and specific, and more importantly, I would say my Twitter, because uh, I'm more active on there. Um, and you'll get more snippets like this uh, on a more frequent basis um, if that is something that you are looking for. So, um, without further ado, let's get right into it, and we'll start uh, by talking about William Mary's victory over Hampton yesterday. Uh, so. High scoring, like we've been all year, uh, we we do we do better. I feel like when when the game's high scoring and um, you know it it comes down to um, just who shoots who shoots the ball better, and that's definitely a strong point uh, for our team. Um, we attempted 35 threes, hit 15 of them, 42.9 percent. That's just about all you can ask for uh, from there. Um, and then we also shot 45% from the field, so really, really had a good day um, there. And, you know, those those types of performances are how you're going to beat teams, especially if you're us. And on, on the other side, Hampton ha- had a pretty good day shooting from the field with 43%, but had a lower percentage from three, um, hitting 33 of those. Um, you know, something that's kind of been an issue for us all year um, is is our free throw shooting. Had, I thought we had a pretty solid first half of free throws, but towards the end, once again, uh, we went 12 for 18, which is uh, 66%. And you know that that just can't that can't fly, um, especially when we're going to the tournament. Uh, you know, really really banged up, and um, we're gonna have to make up, you know, the lack of depth, and you know, again, some teams just the lack of of talent. Um, by by hitting free throws and that's it's just something that we have to do and I'm not sure that um, that will be the case but you know obviously we can always hope. Um, so seniors that went out were Sean Haupt who was graduate transfer um, from from a D two school and then um, Jake Milkwright who hasn't who hasn't played at all this year. There was some speculation originally about uh, whether he would come back or not. Uh, because you know he ha- just hasn't touched the floor really in um, kind of the past two years, but um, according to some sources, uh, it looks like he will not uh, return. Just wants to go ahead and um, get started with his life, I guess, um, rather than playing for William Mary another year. Um, but Sean, um, this is also his last year of eligibility, obviously, but he had a really good game. He had uh, 16 points. Uh, which which really came down to him hitting him going five for nine from three and then hit him hitting a free throw. Um, he, he he just had a really good game and every time 
looked like Hampton was kind of sneaking back into the game. He'd knocked down a big three and uh, just j- just did a lot of wonders for us um, yesterday, and it was a big big part of why we won. Um, thought I thought Caleb Dorsey also had a pretty good game. Um, he, he got into some foul trouble early, which is definitely true, which is definitely not um, you know ideal, obviously, especially for him. And we you know with all the injuries that didn't help us. But like other than that, two for three from three, which is which is good for him. Um, you know, had a pretty solid rebounding day, uh, so I thought he played pretty well. Chase Low, uh, Chase Low, and Trey Moss had really really good days shooting, and um, uh, Trey Moss had a good day from the line, uh, going four for four. Um, so th- those guys definitely helped us. And then Gabe Dorsey, uh, you know. Kind of had the highlight of the game when he when he broke the school record for made three pointers in a season with uh, currently 101. Uh, but he 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 shot a lot of threes. Um, went 15 or went five for 15. Um, but he, he he had a pretty good day and wasn't wasn't too shabby uh, getting the boards or, or dishing dishing it out. So um, overall, you know, I was at the game. I I was fortunate enough to sit courtside, which was. A really really cool experience. Um, I've done done it before, but you know it's just it, it's really it's really cool every time just being that close to the action. Um, but overall, an enjoyable game. Never was at the point where I really thought that we were gonna blow the blow the, a lead. Um, but I thought um, you know the majority of people who got playing time played played well um, and. It gave, definitely gave us some positive momentum heading into the tournament. All right, so now moving on, um, I'm going to talk about the CAA tournament, what the bracket looks like, and my predictions. But I just want to get on a quick side note right now. I'm watching the end of the William Mary women's basketball game uh, against Char- Charleston, excuse me, and um, you know they're really playing for a double buy here uh, when it comes to the tournament. I think William Mary's currently um, a four seed, but if they lose, they'll be the five seed. Um, so, you know, trying to get, trying to get that double buy is definitely important for them. And, and they're down, they're down two with about 19 seconds left. So we'll see if they can pull that out, but they've just, just a quick note. They've, they've had a really, really good season. Um, 11 and four currently in conference play. Um, and you know, just wanted to shout out coach E just having a really, really great impact. Like, um, you know, I haven't been following the women's team for for um, a very long time, but based on my research, it's been a really long time since they've had you know two teams that were this good, and um, definitely definitely haven't been really cl- haven't been close at all uh, to reaching the tournament um, in past years. Uh, but uh, Coach E's just done a really really good job, just recruiting and coaching overall and you know we're really seeing the impact here she's just she's just the right type of coach uh for a program like this uh but back back to what i was going to um which was the men's caa tournament which bracket was finalized yesterday with the conclusion of the regular season um so charleston clinched the one seed and then you have drexel hofstra uncw delaware or excuse me towson delaware uh, Monmouth, Campbell, Northeast, or not Monmouth, 
Campbell, Stony Brook, Northeastern, Elon, William Mary, NCA and Teen Hampton. I know that was a lot. Uh, don't expect you to really retain any of that. But um, um, I I took it into account to sort um, these 14 teams into you know categories based on where I think they stand in terms of um, of winning of winning the tournament. And this graphic will be up on the screen now. Uh, but at the top, starting with uh, my my favorites, this is not um, you know put out by the CAA or anything. These are just my predictions and my thoughts based on what I've seen this year. So at the top, I have the number one overall seed in the CAA, Charleston, uh, defending champions as of the moment, and um, no, the number four seed, UNCW, who's actually beat Charleston twice this year. Um, I, you know, based on what I've seen, I think those, these are the two teams that have had, uh, the best overall seasons. I know UNCW has the four seed, so it doesn't look like they're, you know, all that, but let me just tell you, I think, um, I really do think they're better than, um, every team besides Charleston right now, which is, you know, up in the air, but, um, I, I think they're better than they're what their seed says overall. Uh, next up, in in the next up category, um, I have Drexel, who's the two seed, Hofstra, the three seed, Delaware, the six seed, and Towson, the five seed, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I you know, I, I, think, I think these teams um, all realistically have a chance. Um, I don't think they're not they're not by any means my pick, but Drexel um, had a had a pretty good year. Um, was at the top of the CAA for for a good a good amount of the year, but you know kind of had some somewhat negative momentum heading into the tournament. Hofstra, a team that looked middle of the pack for a while, but just had a big spurt at the end of the year, get them up to a three seed. So you know, Coach Claxton has won the league before. Um, there's no reason that. They can't do it again, and um, de definitely a team that that can't be overlooked. Just like just like Delaware too, um, they they've won the league, uh, I think in 2022. Um, once again, just a team that can't be overlooked. Um, they, they you know they've been up and down all year. Um, have the have the potential to make a run, but um, definitely definitely a team to look out for. Um, We'll, we'll just see. We'll see what they do. I think if they win their um, first round or second round matchup, they'll play. Um, they'll play Drexel or excuse me, um, Hofstra. So that that will be interesting. Towson. Now this is a team that I almost wanted to put an outside chance just because of how, like, I feel like they're the most bipolar team for lack of better words. Um, lost to Hampton. Get, and not just lost, but like got signif or got significantly beat by Hampton, which was really surprising. Obviously, if they played again, I don't think that would happen. But that just just adding to my point of bipolarness. Um, they've hung up, they've hung in there with with good teams like UNCW and Charleston. Um, definitely, definitely a team to look out for. But at the same time, if I had to pick one, you know, upper team that that is the most upsettable, I guess, for lack of better words, it's Towson. Um, it really just depends on how they come out and decide to play. 
uh, on on a given day. Um, so th those four teams, not not my favorites, but um, definitely can't count them out at all. Now in the outside chance category, I have Monmouth, Stony Brook, and Campbell. Monmouth, eight seed. Stony Brook, seven seed, and Campbell, the nine seed. So Monmouth and Campbell will obviously play in the first round of the tournament. Um, the winner will play Charleston. And these two teams, I mean, you really, really cannot let these go over your head. Monmouth, a team with Xander Rice, I believe is his name, he, he is a monster. He's a monster. He can put up 40 on you on any given night. Uh, he's, he's a guy who can really, you know, these conference tournaments are all about can you have a star player who can lead you, who can carry your team to the next level? And with with team with a team like Monmouth, Xander Rice, having that guy, they are a really under-the-radar scary team um, that I know a lot of teams don't, don't really want to face. And same thing with Campbell. Um, you know, they... They last year in their old conference, the Big South, were I believe the seventh seed or something, and they went on a run and went made it to their conference championship, which they ended up losing. But um, you know, they've got a good coaching staff. They've got good players. It's interesting. A lot of a lot of players are are foreign. I, f I feel like they have more foreign players than they do um, United States players. So um, that's just a, that's just a fun fact, I, I guess, if you will. Um, but Campbell, definitely another one of those teams. Like, both of those teams, I wouldn't necessarily rule out on beating Charleston um, in, the ne in the next round. So um, we'll see. You know, if I had to pick between them, I think it would be Monmouth. But, but definitely two under-the-radar teams that, that could do some damage, not necessarily win the thing, but do some damage. Um, and finally, in that category, Stony Brook, his team. Definitely an improved an improved team from last year, um, but you know they they have they have a really good player and whose name I'm blanking on right now, um, who's also a guy that could carry them. Um, but I think I think definitely that this that their team could um, make it to a semifinal, maybe even make it to the championship depending on uh, their matchup. But um, just just it just depends on how they come out and play. Um, if if they've been if they play good defense like that like they have done all year and um, you know play solid offense this team team another dangerous dangerous team um, in terms of you know making an upset run and trying to win the whole thing. Uh, next is uh, the need a miracle category and that starts out with us William and Mary. Um, you know, obviously, it's been a very disappointing season. I don't think anybody is arguing against that. Um, I, I mean, anyone who's followed this team knows that there's been a insane amount of injuries, and the longevity of the injuries is even more insane. Um, you know, I'm not going to share my opinions on that really, but um, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about that. I guess. Um, that's all I'm going to go into there, but um, I I think I think the group of guys that that William Mary has is is very capable, and you know I don't really think 13th in the CAA properly embodies what this team is capable of at all. Um, 
I think it, it's pretty fortunate, honestly, to be completely honest, that um, we ended up with a 13 seed versus, you know, either finishing last or, like, 11 or something because if we, we play North Carolina uh, A&T on Friday – and if we win that, we go on to play Towson, who, like I mentioned before, I believe is the most upsettable team, I guess. Um, and we played close with them early this year where we played what I will say it was a really bad game. Um, so and, and no, by no means am I saying we're going to beat NCAAT and beat Towson, but I think, I think the path um, that we got was, was more fortunate than not, I, I will say. But um, I think – uh, we have the players to, to, you know, have a little upset run. Do I think we can win the whole thing? No. But do I think we can we could win two games? I'm not going to rule that out at all. Um, moving on, though, I'll go to Northeastern, a team that has once again been kind of up and down, um, had some really good wins, but also have had some bad losses. Um, kind of s- Similar to William Mary. Not going to rule them out about going on a, on a little run. Um, I definitely think – I think they play Stony Brook in the first round. Um, that, that to me, is, is going to be a really good game. Um, I, you know, I, I would have to give the edge to Stony Brook at the moment, but um, not at all counting Northeastern out. They have, they have a coach that's really experienced, been there for, I think, over 20 years. Um, so he knows what he's doing, um, and – once again, can't rule them out of a uh, little run in the CAA tournament. Next up is Elon, who really um, I thought was pretty impressive this year for their um, for their age. Um, definitely a team full of a lot of young guys who uh, I think will develop a lot. They're they're this is a separate thing, but I think they'll um, definitely be good next year um, as long as they continue to develop. Um, but, you know, this is a team that beat UNCW at um, Trask Coliseum. I think that's their arena name. But um team that has all the upset potential in the world, um, I think. And they, I think they play Hampton in the first round. I mean... I don't I don't rule them out of anything just like these other teams and um, you know that's kind of the reason that I don't have any of these teams in the in the lower tier um, because I, I truly think that any of these teams can you know go off and maybe win two games um, which is which is saying something for because a lot of these teams are like pretty low in the standings to be completely honest with you and uh, finally in the need of miracle, uh, column is NCANT. I think this is a perfect example of a team that lacks a lot of talent, but they are really well coached. And, you know, that goes to show because um, non-conference play was horrendous for them. They're only a seven-win team, but let's see. I think I think they have a lot of conference wins, which is pretty surprising to be, to be honest. Um, so, they went seven and twenty-four in the year, but they went five and thirteen, which is, you know, not good by any means. But it's a good two games from last place, and um, like this team, this team, this team's good. They, they've been good at home, uh, but can't rule them out. 
just just like everybody else in that column. And then finally, in the Hampton column, um, is Hampton. Um, they finished last in the CAA. Obviously, we beat them yesterday. But I just, you know, I think the thing that separates them from the Need a Miracle teams is they just they don't have it mentally. Um, I watched, you know, being being down on the court yesterday was not only a great experience just to see the game, but it was to I was able to really hear what was going on, what the players were saying to each other, what the refs were saying, um, and I just I think the Hampton mindset or philosophy is just I would say kind of disorganized for lack of better words. Uh, I just you know I think I think they get out of sorts, excuse me, um, too quickly. Um, I think I think they have a little bit of an attitude, which is not always a bad thing, but in this case, I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a positive thing at all. Um, and can they beat Elon? I mean, I think they can. They they can, but I just I can't really see a team with, you know, as as non-disciplined, I guess, as they are, going farther in the tournament um, than or winning winning two games in the tournament, I guess. And I ha- I even have a pretty hard time seeing them beat Elon um, on Friday. But you know, it's the CAA. We can't rule anything out. But in my opinion, I think that um, they got their own category because you know it's just it's the lack of discipline. And finally, my pick is UNCW to win the league. And this is because you might be saying, you might be saying, Evan, UNCW is the four seed. Why, why do you feel so confident in them? Why do you have so much trust in them to win the league this year? Especially, you know, considering Charleston won the league last year with the same, you know, not really the same team, but the same staff. Um, thank you, NCW. I think it's their year. Uh, after losing two straight conference championship games, you know, the fans, the fans are sick of it. They're not sick of it, but, you know, they're ready. They're ready to take the next step. Um, this is a team that beat, that beat Charleston both at home and on the road. Um, so they, they've proven that they can definitely do that. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. The, the coach... Really big fan of him. The team, really good. Um, when, I remember watching them when they came up to Williamsburg earlier this year. Um, we didn't play a really good game, but they also didn't play a good game, and they still beat us pretty significantly, I would say. Um, and I'd say the difference between this year and last year is just I think last year they just they didn't have the maturity really. It wasn't. It wasn't to the point of like Hampton, where it's like they're not disciplined and they just kind of seem like jerks. But it's like, I think, I think they didn't really know fully how to handle themselves, especially in like big atmospheres. Like, you know, they came to us last year, which I wouldn't label us as a big atmosphere ever. But it was our Gold Rush game. That's when all the students come out. Um, so there, there was a good atmosphere for them. There was a lot of chanting, a lot of yelling, and you know, they they started out really hot, but we started to come back, and they only won by a few points. 
Um, and then, you know, obviously they lost um, both at home and on the road against Charleston last year. So um, I, I just think the difference between those teams is the maturity. And I think this year they have the staff, they have the team to finally pull through and uh, win the CAA championship and get the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, let me know um, if you want to talk. If you want to talk about anything William Mary sports related, um, if you want to come on the podcast at all, you can DM me on Twitter, which is at Evan underscore Mangin, or on Instagram, which is the William Mary Sports Podcast. Um, I also recommend you follow those those places if you like what you see here and you want content more frequently and want to hear more information about. Uh, William Mary Athletics on a, on a weekly basis, probably almost on a daily basis. And once again, a reminder, if you're buying tickets, uh, use code WMSportsPod on SeatGeek for $20 off your purchase. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Um, make sure to check out the YouTube as well, which is new, um, which is the William Mary Sports Podcast. I'm going to post this episode up on there too and post some you know shorter videos, shorter clips from this podcast. Uh, but once again, appreciate everyone who, who listens. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you know where to do it. I'll leave the link in the description. But uh, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you next time. Go Tribe.